0: Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with wheat and this week's headlines, the grain price capitulation continues, Erdogan and Putin are to meet to discuss the Black Sea Grain Initiative, and EU import-export data is delayed. Grain prices are in capitulation mode as offers of cheap feed wheat and maize from Ukraine continue to weigh on the EU market. Fresh global demand is absent as buyers step back, expecting prices to continue on their downward trajectory. Farmer protests across the EU have resulted in some concessions from the EU Commission, but Ukrainian exports continue to flow with increased volumes via the new corridor. Managed funds reduced their short positions on Matif wheat last week but remain heavily sold as they continue to roll their short positions forward. Farm selling has increased as the pain threshold for even lower prices has been reached by many. Russian prices are lower as they attempt to attract fresh demand following a drop-off in the export pace needed to reach their 50 million metric tonne season target. There are unconfirmed reports that the Russian government have lowered their recommended export price, the floor price, to $235 FOB. In reality, the market is already trading below this level and any change is only relevant to public tenders to the likes of Egypt, GASC, where the recent drop in EU prices would make it a viable alternative to Russian wheat if the higher floor price had been maintained. There are reports that Turkish President Erdogan will meet Putin to discuss the Black Sea Grain Initiative, amongst other things. The success of Ukraine's new corridor would suggest that they have very little to gain by re-entering the old BSGI agreement, which saw Russian vessel inspectors deliberately slow the pace of shipments. The volumes being shipped from Ukraine's Black Sea ports would suggest that Putin's attempts to disable the export facilities have been unsuccessful. EU wheat exports have been narrowing the gap against last year, which was needed, but yet again the EU was unable to update their data this week due to IT issues. Today sees the release of the February USDA report, as well as updates from CONAB on Brazilian crops and the Canadian Stocks report None are expected to contain major surprises. Weather forecasters are predicting a return to La Nina from this season's El Nino in the second half of the calendar year. Recent hot and dry conditions in Argentina are expected to give way to cooler and wetter weather in the days ahead. The US is eyeing the potential for some extremely cold temperatures towards the back end of February which could damage their winter wheat if it verifies, whilst the Black Sea is unseasonably warm with receding snow cover which could leave them vulnerable to a cold snap. French wheat production for 2024-25 is forecast between 28 and 31 million metric tonnes. It was 35 million tonnes in 2023-24. Weather concerns, however, are on the back burner, with negligible risk premium factored in for any major new crop shortfalls. On to malting barley. This week's headlines, the markets continue to come under pressure, focuses on new crop plantings and demand, and contract movement is a challenge. The weaker demand for malt dominates the market. Malting barley prices are down across all major production areas. Last week the French FOB values came down 15 euros on old crop and 11 euros on new crop, making February values at 280 euros and October 250. The UK FOB market followed with values reported at 280 euros for February and 245 for October. Global agricultural commodities, corn and wheat, remain in a downward trend with malting barley following. This is being supported by a lack of forward malt demand in the brewing sector. As we've said before, the UK malt markets are being supported by the distilling trade. The recent UK malting barley usage figures for July to December are still staying strong and are up year-to-date by 1.3% on 2022-23 at 962,000. The last three months have seen a reduction against last year and December figures are down 6.5%, which could suggest a slowing down of the UK malt sector. Spring cereals, especially spring barley, are set to gain ground this season following the poor autumn weather conditions. Currently, the projected European, EU27, acreage will rise by 7% compared with the level of 2023. Spring barley is set to dominate in the northern half of France. The UK is in a similar situation with the AHDB, recently suggesting the area will be up by 13% on 2023. We think this increase will be eroded, especially as the last few weeks have enabled farmers to push on with planting more wheat. Some spring barley has been planted, but there is still a considerable amount to go in. New crop malting barley markets are very quiet with no maltster buying interest today. Movement of to contracts continues to be difficult. All malting barley destinations are rolling tonnages forward as they try to manage higher stocks and slower malt offtake. Quality is holding up, but we are starting to see more problems with germination and infestation, which are the main reasons for rejection. On to oilseed rape, matif rape seeds at recent lows. Crop reports are due today and we'll talk South American soybeans. Matif rape seed broke through the support at 420 euros earlier this week and is now testing 410, the lowest level seen since the end of May. There's weakness across the oilseed complex with Chicago soybeans and Canadian canola trading around multi-year lows. The market is currently waiting on three crop reports which are due today. The Brazilian agency CONAB's update of the country's official production estimates, Statistics Canada's estimates of the country's stocks and the US Department of Agriculture's monthly supply and demand forecasts. Expectations for a record South American soybean crop continue to pressure the market with a focus on the weather as the crops are mostly in critical phases of development. Recently, Brazil has seen cooler temperatures and widespread rains, helping to bring relief to the drought-stricken areas. This improving outlook has pressured Chicago soybeans, and we've seen a downward trend since mid-December. Expectations of high supplies from other South American producers have also pressured the market. Argentina is on course for a bumper harvest, with the soy crop expected to nearly double last year, close to 50 million metric tonnes, along with increased production expected in Paraguay and Uruguay, all of which should help offset losses from Brazil. Crude oil rallied last week, reaching a recent high of over $84 a barrel, as escalating tensions in the Middle East fueled supply concerns. However, prices then fell on concerns about the outlook for China's economy. News of a liquidation order on property giant China Evergrande Group rattled markets and then official factory survey showed China's manufacturing activity in January to contract for the fourth straight month. This has raised concerns around China's demand for commodities and crude oil, Chicago soybeans, Malaysian palm oil and motif rapeseed all traded down on the news. Finally, the grain and oilseed price indicator starting with feed wheat for May at 160 to 170, November 180 to 190, feed barley for May 135 to 145, November 150 to 160, oilseed rate for May at 335 to 340, and November 341 to 346. Thanks for listening.